So we're holding by Parakid Gimel, Pasuk Hey. We learned yesterday that Yonason has attacked and assassinated the Plishti commissioner. And as a result, Klai Yisrael prepared for eventual retaliation strike by the Plishtim. So Pasuk Hey, Plishtim So Plishti, the Plishtim all gathered together to wage war and retaliate against Klai Yisrael. How many, pe- how many people? A tremendous army. Shlai Shemelef Rechev, 30,000 chariots, Vishesh Salaf and Parashim, six thousand cavalry, the arm and foot soldiers, as much as numerous as there is sand on the seashore, obviously an exaggeration or Lashon Guzma, but it means a lot. Now Vayachnu Bemichmash, they encamped in Michmash. Remember we learned previously that Shaul had a army in Michmash, so they encamped opposite that army. Kidmas base oven uh, to the east of base oven, just identifying which city it was near. Now the arm that we mentioned in the in the pasuk, the pasuk shot is it means the foot soldiers, but the dasayfim says that it actually means the civilian, the plishti civilians came. They were so confident that their army would be successful because they so numerously outnumbered Shaul's army that they came for the eventual spoils that they felt this war would be so one sided and over in a minute that they came to collect the spoils. Pasuk vav, the Yish Yisrael ro kitzarloi. So the people of Klai Yisrael realized that they were in trouble. Because the people were being pressured. Nigas from the Lashon of Yigais, right? That we say in Parshas Re'e that when you lend money to an Ani, lo Yigais, don't pressure him to repay you. So the same Lashon here of Nigas, that the people felt pressured. Barbanel says that it's actually referring to the Plishtim, that Kinigas Om, that the Plishtim pressured them. That's why they felt that they were in trouble. But in either case, how did the people react? Not good. The people ran and hid. in caves of Achavachim, in fortresses of Asloim, and in rocks, and in towers, and in pits. They were afraid, they were terrified, and they ran and hid. The Pasuk tells us even further, Ivrim the Yardin, some Yidin even crossed the Yardin. Now, the, they call them Ivrim, the Ramalbim says, because these were people on the, in, in the, who lived in the West Bank, right on the West Bank, who ran over to the other side of the Yardin to hang out. We'll see with the with the Bnei God and the Bnei Ruvain. Um, but remember, we learned uh, previously that Shaul tells Klai Yisrael calls them Ivrim because that was a derogatory term that the Plishtim used about Klai Yisrael. Call them Ivrim, like that they're not from around here. So here, the pasuk is also the Dasayfim says the pasuk is also using it as a derogatory term, saying Ivrim that those people they deserted us like they're a bunch of foreigners. They ran away because they were so they they panicked. And um, and they acted with with uh, with uh, little emuna. So the pasuk says, "Ivrim over us the Yarden. Some Yidden cross the Yarden. Eretz God Gilad to go hide amongst the Bnei God and in the land of Gilad." The Shaul Odenu Begilgal. Shaul was still in Gilgal, so he wasn't yet at the battle. The Chala Am Chardu Acharav and the people hurried after him. So Shaul's army basically divided itself in three. Some people ran to hide. Some crossed the Yarden, and some ran to Shaul and Gilgal. Why did they run to Gilgal? First of all, what was Shaul doing in Gilgal? So we'll recall that Shmuel instructed him to wait for Shmuel in Gilgal before the army, before the war, so that, um, that he would offer sacrifices. So the Marikara says that Shaul was awaiting Shmuel. And then the Pasuk says that, that the people hurried after him. So Rashi says it's from a Lashon of Harada, from trembling, that the people trembled after Shaul. Okay, that they, that, uh, that they, they out of fear... They hurried after Shaul. The Marikara says that the Pasuk is read that the people feared after Shaul's example, meaning Shaul was first terrified, and after seeing his example of being terrified, the people 
it also became terrified, right? If your leader, who's supposed to be the voice of reason and calm, is terrified and trembling, then that's not going to make you feel too comfortable either in your situation. Uh, but according to Rashi, who says that the people were not previously with Shaul, and rather they hurried after him, they hurried basically to where he was, why are they coming now? In other words, what, what are they coming now to Gilgal to accomplish? According to the Barbanel, they came to complain that Shaul put them in this situation. According to the Mitsudas, they came to help Shaul. According to the Malbum, they came to persuade Shaul to leave Gilgal and come. The battle is, uh, is over in Michmash. Come help us. You got to leave Gilgal. And the Kliyakar says that they sensed his patience, that he was calmly awaiting Shmuel's commandment. So they came to support and protect him until that time that Shmuel came. But we will see that, unfortunately, Shaul gives in to his panic, and he does not wait in time, uh, the time that's required. So Shaul waits seven days, for the time that Shmuel had set. It's a, it's a fragmented... Uh, uh, um, it's a fra- it's fragmented this this um, statement la Shmuel literally means for the time that Shmuel blank Shmuel what Shmuel decreed Shmuel set so it's it's not clear what it is that la Shmuel what it is that Shmuel uh, uh, set about this time and the Malbim says that this is actually one an explanation of Shaul's mistake because Shaul thought he was only required to wait until the beginning of the seventh day. The seventh day had arrived, but Shmuel had not yet come. So Lamayrash Shmuel really was not the time for Shmuel to come. The day wasn't over yet, but very similar to when the Yidin panicked by the Egel, and they did a terrible Aveira over here also. Shaul panics, and because uh, he thinks that Shmuel is not coming, so the pasuk says Lamayrash Shmuel for the appointed time for Shmuel to come. Shmuel Gilgal, but Shmuel had not yet come to Gilgal. And uh, the Pasuk is pointing out, the Ma'am Loy says that the Pasuk is telling us this was a tremendous Nisayan. This was it. This was a defining test, a Nisayan for Shoal. And in addition to this test, the people start to uh, disband, right? They start running away. The army is leaving him. So that is only adding on to the, to the, um, to the Nisayan for Shoal. Now, putting aside Shaul's Nisayan here, why is it actually that the people are leaving? So the Kliyakar says that the people left because they, they, they attributed Shmuel's uh, lack of showing up to a lack of, basically, protection from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So they, they didn't understand that this was really a Nisayan from Hashem. So they thought, oh, God's not on our side. In particular, that from says that they said that Shaul, they felt Shmuel's not, never going to show up. He's opposed to this war because we didn't check with him first. And therefore, they thought that if they attacked without Shmuel's consent, they would fail in the war. So they left. They went home thinking that the war, the entire war with the Pushtim, was a mistake. And we will see tomorrow that Shaul gives in to this panic of the armies leaving him. And he goes and... Very similar to the uh, mistake by the Egel, he panics and he sins, and it's a very costly punishment as a result.